Sarah, that is an adorable little hedgehog behind you. Yes. What's his uh, name? Uh, well, yeah, he doesn't have a name. <laughs> okay. But um, he's a puzzle that Laura Myers gave me. Oh my god. Like five years ago. Oh my god. And I never made it, and so I decided to br- bring it uh, down here to Florida and make it. I love it. So, uh, listeners, if you are listening to us only, uh, Sarah is. Uh, out of town this week, recording from a different location, and has a very cute little uh, setup behind her, including a picture of a hedgehog, which is adorable. Uh, if you uh, are watching, of course, it's a puzzle. That's right. Sorry, it's a puzzle uh, that from here to looks like a, a, on our low res uh, <laughs> Zoom yeah. recording uh, looks like a picture of a hedgehog. Uh, yeah. Of course, if you're watching, you can always watch our vidcast on uh, YouTube if you would like to see the beautiful set decorating that's going on behind there uh we've got a hedgehog and a and a dumpling right a There's dumpling a stuffed, yeah stuffy stuffed dump- dumpling it's yeah. a, it's fucking adorable <laughs> uh sarah i love you and i'm i'm so happy to see too. you yeah. we've hardly been able to talk this week because i've been in this uh fucking avid class that i've been doing uh which is not usual for me um those of you who are not in the the film industry, uh, Avid Media Composer is, is uh, editing software that is used. And uh, I am a certified instructor. I teach Avid um, at the 100 level. And I just took a five-day class, which is the sa- like same amount of material that I would teach my students in 16 weeks in five days. And it was very stressful. So this is my reward Yes. For getting through the week. Is this your reward or was wah, 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 watching Adam in the film your reward? Mm, you know, I I definitely felt like treating myself to an Adam Driver film was my reward. That is, as soon, once class was over, I took my exam, I passed. So I am now certified uh, at the 200. Whatever that means, uh, I am certified at, at two at the two hundred level uh, as an avid instructor, and uh, yes, immediately got some tacos. I should have gotten some nachos. Yeah, uh, but I got some tacos, uh, and um, yes, Adam is always a treat. I'm interested to get into this two movie words. with you. Two words: oven mitt. Yeah, mm, right. Uh, so this week's film is what if. Uh, so what if, what if, what what, Nicole, what What if, if what, let's talk about that. (laughs) What if, what if we didn't get in the middle of, what if we didn't get in the middle of people's fucking relationships and barge our way in and fuck shit up? What if we didn't do that? Yeah, exactly. What if if we didn't? Anyway, um, what if is the movie that we're watching today? And, uh, of course this is an Adam week. Um, so we'll get into that in a minute. Uh, by the way, welcome to the Adam and Auntie podcast. Welcome. I'm one of your hosts, Nicole. I'm your other host, Sarah. And here on this show, we uh, only watch Adam Driver and Andy Samberg movies, television, SNL appearances. We'll mm-hmm. watch all of it. We'll watch it all. Ooh, SNL appearances. Yes. I know. So that means if I, I could put Adam's SNL appearances yes. on the wheel, if you would yes, like. Yes, you could. Um, or Andy's for that matter. We could throw some of his, we could do like a little, uh, snack plate of andy i've been actually uh i on the adam and andy 
because of course we have Adam and Andy Gmail account where we receive if you would like to email us, I guess, at the Adam and Andy podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we're a lot easier to reach on Twitter. So at Adam Andy Pod is much better way to get hold of us. But I have we have a Gmail account so that I can set all these things up and and uh, even though we don't post our videos from this show to the YouTube account associated with that, we have posted to the critical crop top account. Um I do go on there and watch stuff, and then I've got playlists on the Adam and Andy YouTube of, uh, and I've been I've been tagging or I guess making playlists for myself of Andy's SNL sketches. So I've got a, nice. like a got a little I got a little appetizer plate going, a little a la carte of some some sketches that I've watched from SNL with Andy and them. So yeah, we could totally tackle that for nice. sure. That'd be fun. The Californians. It, He's is, in a he, few of those. I, is he? Is he? Oh, he them, must. Yeah. I feel like he would have the perfect voice for that. Oh yeah, for sure. Like I feel like a lot of his characters are somebody from the Californians. Actually, my fa- fa- family, I was not included in this. I think I walked in at the end, but they found a super cut of all the Californian ske- sketches on YouTube all smushed together and just watched them back to back. That must be and like he, an he, hour long. He was long. in a few of them. Yeah, it was long. <laughs> I, I'm not, well, of course, uh, listeners, we are based, well, at the moment, we are in separate states, but usually we are both based in the, in the city of Atlanta. And so I've never, I've never, you grew up, you were born in California. No, I, my, no? my, my, pa- my par- parents were right. born and raised in California, but I, yeah, so. I've never been, well, I've been to San Diego. I've never been to LA. So I think the Californian sketch is a bit lost on me for mm. that reason. Yeah, well, they always uh, talk about like they. There's just a lot of talking about the roads in yes. in LA. Yeah, like, and they put the at the beginning of all of the um the roads and the highways. So it'd be like us saying the I eighty five, the two hundred and right, um, that kind of stuff. Sure. Um, yeah, I uh, I can as a Atlantan, of course, I can certainly sympathize with the amount of time we used to spend talking about traffic. Now I don't leave my house, so um, I don't. We don't have any reason to talk about traffic anymore. But at one time we did. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Do you those wanna, were the days. Those were the days. Those I were the days. I never thought I would miss. Do you tra- miss? Traffic. Do you miss sitting in traffic? I don't miss it, but I miss I, listening to podcasts in I traffic. I miss being able, I miss, I miss the traffic. world that that was, I guess. Yeah, I agree. Um, I miss the, I miss like being forced to leave my house. I did. So even though I was very, now I was telling Sarah this off mic, but I put way too much pressure on myself to do well in this avid class. And so I was like, I was basically just like, a shriveled ball of anxiety all week. Like I woke up thinking about it. I spent all night after class reading for the next day. Like I'm talking, I had to get, we did like five chapters of this book, this avid book a day. So I'm like, I'm like reading five chapters a night on media composer. And, uh, I, dr- I was just eat, sleeping and dreaming about media composer for the last five days. And I was just like constantly on edge. It was just like this, anxiety of like oh what if I fail like you know how hard it is for me to fail right so like <laughs> I was just like constantly where was I going with that I oh uh <laughs> even though I was very anxious this week Chris so Chris my husband Chris who's never listened to this podcast or any other podcast we've ever done and probably never will but he really took care of me this week he took care of our children 
He made me food. He made me go to bed early. And he made me go for walks. He was like, go for a walk. And so I actually took walks this week. And it was ugly and gross as hell out there. But I was like, oh, this is what it's like to be out in the world. And there have been weeks at a time where I haven't left my house at all. Yeah, I've gone on a walk walk every day the past, like, three weeks. Um, That's good. It's been great. Also, just wanted to throw throw this out there. I think that on Chris's tombstone, it will read... Right? Didn't listen to any of Nicole's podcasts. This is... Now, those of you guys who uh, just came to us through this podcast, since I think this is going to be episode 13, maybe? Lucky number 13. Uh, so, But we've been podcasting for about five years now, and uh, it's a long-running joke on our show that my husband uh, has not ever listened to any of our shows. Uh, he says he's not into podcasts and if you, you can't mm-hmm. see me right now if you're if you're listening to us on a, uh, as you probably are only listening to the audio but i'm making the quote air quotes uh he does not listen he's not into podcasts apparently. and if you catch him listening to a podcast tell us rip that you rip that phone right out of his hand um no he's been a he's been a good man this week he's uh he really uh he really took care of me um ordered me tacos that's Aww. love that's love right there it is uh, do you want to get into some Adam and Andy news? Yes. Okay. Uh, let's start with Adam this week because we started with Andy last week. Uh, so not a whole lot of new news. I mean, there's news in the sense of like things that he's filming in. So a couple things. Uh, the, Annette, uh, which of course was shot and was supposed to be released in 2020 at the Cannes Film Festival. Uh, is it can or con? Am I con? It's con. Sorry, I'm sorry. I need to say con. Uh, so the con film festival, which was supposed to be uh, the uh, premiere of Annette, was of course delayed due to COVID. So um, they have rescheduled the con film festival for this summer. Uh, an article came out saying today, or maybe it was yesterday. I don't know. I saw today um, that con may be delayed until the fall because they want to have a maskless event i know it's like fucking get over yourselves and just wear like you can have a fabulous mask we've already seen the pictures of adam on set on 65 and he looks and and the last duel looks fucking great with a mask on celebrities and and personalities can look amazing with a fancy mask you know but also who's to say we won't need a mask through next year i know it's like, fucking stupid the direct it's this is the festival director who's like we're not it's not off the table that we'll push it to fall because we we don't want to have masks or ppe or anything like that during the event and it's like fuck you fun. anyway so that is so the annette we may i don't know if we're ever, ever going to see annette i don't know maybe one day one day, maybe we'll see an end, but it might get Someday. delayed again. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. 65 is wrapping up shooting in Oregon this week. Uh, there were some pictures of Adam and Ariana. I think her name's Ariana Greenblatt, uh, I believe. I'm sorry if I got her name wrong. Let's see. Yes, Ariana Greenblatt. Uh, some pictures of them shooting in like some kind of stream. Actually, I stumbled across. An entire thread. Somebody had compiled every picture that a crew person or actor or anybody had posted about or a tweet about 65, compiled them all into one Twitter thread. And I was just like scrolling, not just because it's like a movie that Adam's in because he's in very not hardly any pictures There's hardly any pictures of him. It's but I was just 
missing being on set. Like all mm-hmm. these pictures of the crew. Also, I will say this. I'm trying to keep myself away from knowing too much about the movie. The filming locations look gorgeous. Like in Oregon, there's these like beaches and like misty forests. And like it just looks really lush and gorgeous. And who knows what it is exactly that's being filmed. But but the pictures, the behind the scene pictures, these this is this is I think going to be a gorgeous movie. Nice. Anyway, uh, so they're wrapping up shooting in Oregon. And uh, lastly, we have some a few more filming details on the Gucci movie. Now I'm getting this information. This information was came to me through a, uh, a Twitter account called the Adam Driver Files, which if you are not following them on Twitter and you're a fan of Adam Driver, I don't know what you're doing with your life. Uh this account is just like a constant wellspring of information and pictures and stuff. So, uh, so Gucci is starting to is going to be filming starting on March sixth, uh, and they're right now they're looking for ski instructors, children, men, and women for some ski and snow scenes. Uh, they're also looking for vintage ski equipment dating mm. back to the seventies and eighties. So locations rented were, uh, include a presti- prestigious villa, um, a ski slope. And, uh, they also rented some villas and swimming pools for the cast to rent. Although it's not clear whether the cast will stay there or whether they will helicopter in to film these ski scenes. And then there's a picture of, uh, I guess apparently, Maurizio Gucci fled to Switzerland amidst legal battles with other Gucci family members. And this is believed to be part of what they're filming those scenes for is when Gucci fled to Switzerland. Anyway, I don't know. It all sounds crazy to me, but I'm interested. It sounds like Adam's really like fucking globetrotting, just like going all over the place, shooting in all these wild locations. You know, uh, it's not just like filming a film, filming a TV series in New York or whatever. He's like, I mean, I guess star Wars took him all over the world as well, but anyway, so that's all the Adam news that I got right now. Mm -hmm. So here's my Andy news. Uh, so Palm Springs continuing to be nominated for awards all over the place. Uh, uh, I don't know how new this is, but it was new to me. Uh, they were nominated. Palm Springs was nominated for an Independent Spirit Award for Best Screenplay, uh, and also uh, be- uh, Best. F- uh, and they were nominated. The film was nominated for the Broadcast Films Critics Choice. No, sorry, Broadcast Film Critics Association Critics Choice Awards. So they're just continuing to rack up the award nominations. Uh, and then the last piece of Andy news I have is that so uh, season eight of Brooklyn Nine Nine has announced to been announced to be the last season of Brooklyn Nine Nine. So that is official. Uh, last season of that show. Uh, it will be released in the 2021-2022 television season. So that's all. That's all the news. That's all the news I got from the Wire. Any responses to that, Sarah? uh nice yeah um <laughs> or noise if you want to go with a noise noise yeah um adam is doing a lot of a lot of interesting stuff yeah. i'm really interested in seeing 65 and gucci wait what is it called again is it it's right now it's just being called the gucci movie i'm 65 the is gucci the film movie. that is the sci-fi movie yeah no i'm i'm really interested in seeing both of those um annette 
you know what? No, I'm interested. It's a music. Sarah, you don't want to see Adam in a musical. You don't want to see Adam I, play a stand-up comedian in a rock I, opera. I do. I just now associate it with Khan and now like the Annette idea has, of that festival. Like, Annette has nothing to do with Khan. They don't have any control okay. over the distribution of Khan is a whole thing in itself. So uh, the filmmakers, like the filmmakers of Annette and the people involved in the production have nothing to do with what the festival. I agree with you. I think it's fucking stupid. But they haven't released it yet. Because I don't. Well, I yes, but like. <laughs> but I mean, you know, we're not going to see it at con anyway, Sarah. Mm-hmm. We're not. So yeah, we'll I have to wait. It's like, I don't know. I just think it's like share your work, you know, like don't make such a big deal about, about doing it a certain way. I I agree with you. I think that the film industry is experiencing a very difficult growing period where it's trying to deal with the fact that, I mean, this is not a, this is not the Martin Scorsese podcast, but Martin Scorsese came out and said that he feels like film is systematically being, uh, d- destroyed and and devalued because people are starting to call movies content, just like by calling it content. Uh, so I think that there are a lot of people who are not ready to deal with the fact that uh, digital content and digital distribution. What's wrong are- with con- con- content? Martin Marty Marty feels like it is a, a slap in the face to film artists everywhere. Now I'd like to remind Marty. Uh, that not only can he call his films whatever he wants to and make them however he wants, um, but also that film, if being the, the histor- film historian that he is, he should know that film was once considered to be a low lowbrow, popular form of entertainment and not an art form, just mm-hmm. like he sees content <laughs> as being a low form of entertainment. So I just want to point yeah. that out. Uh, yeah, I mean... Many people want to believe that film is still film. You show it on a screen and you screen it and a, and a certain group of people get to see it and you get critical acclaim and, and you can like theatrical distribution is the the be all end all. Yes, we all love seeing movies in, in a theater. We do. We love it. Or maybe you don't. I do. Uh, I love seeing movies in a theater, but I also love watching them at home. I can still appreciate a well-made film at home. Now, a movie experience is different and I will continue to see movies at the movie theater, but I also think that you get a you get uh, you get to connect with people in a wider way if they're being distributed digitally. So, I mean, the whether you whether they like it or not, digital distribution is the future. And and they've got to everybody's got to accept that. So, yeah, I think that con And whoever is, you know, like people are still clinging to this idea of like, this is the way movies are. And we're in a period where like, yeah, well, there's going to be fewer theaters and people are going to people have now found ways to enhance their uh, experience at home. And big screens, screens. sound. Yeah. The whole thing. The nice chairs. Eating takeout. It's not $10. Right. Eating takeout with your bestie Mm -hmm. while you're watching a movie. So like, it's not like I'm going to stop going to the movie theater, but frankly with small kids, it's really hard for me to go to the movie theater. The fact that I can see so much stuff at home has allows me to keep seeing movies 
So, you know, I don't have to get a babysitter and spend $40 between me and my husband to go watch a movie. It's true. Just, you know, pay the $20 the one time if it's a new release or whatever. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I am excited about Annette. I want to see it. Uh, it, regardless of con or what they do, uh, I will watch it. Of course, we you'll oh, have, you'll watch too. it for the show, but yes, I will. <laughs> but I hope you enjoy it. Yeah, and then my reaction to Andy. Um, yeah, that makes sense. That it's their last season, but um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm curious what he'll do next. Yeah, same. Hopefully, um, no more cuckoo. Well, I think Cuckoo is, is Cuckoo still going? Maybe it opens the door for a Cuckoo uh, resurrection. A Cuckoo resurrection. Resurrection, because he's dead. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what he does as well. Uh, Well, he's got a lot of, well, as we've said, he's got a lot of film projects in development. So I'm going to guess probably more, more film. Although he does do a lot of television. So he could always, we could always see him in another series as well. He seems to be, uh, I don't know, maybe taking a more mature turn in his work i'm not sure yeah i think uh, so but i don't know you might we might see him in another although brooklyn 99 is a great comedy i love it it um, is anyway we will be doing brooklyn 99 on the show eventually but today is all about what if what if what if 2013 2013 uh, okay sarah did you like what? this movie what did you like it did you like this movie I enjoyed watching it with my boyfriend. That's nice. Um, and we did discuss the flawed logic of the film, mm-hmm. um, which I guess we'll discuss. Sure. But um, it was not my favorite. It's not my favorite. It wasn't bad. It was just it was um, meh. It was meh, and I feel like the entire thing was like one plot. Like there were no subplots, there were no side. There were, but things. we didn't see them. We didn't get any information about what was going on with the other characters in the movie. People would just pop in and say things like "I'm pregnant," and you're like, "What?" Um, or "I am in a new country now," and you're like, "Okay, that's convenient." Um. Yeah, I uh, this was not my favorite movie. I'm going to get into more deeply why. Uh, I have a lot of bullet points here. Um, okay. uh, there was, frankly, not enough Adam in this movie for me. No, um, no. But I knew that he didn't have a big role going into it. And it's not like I can't enjoy a movie. I can still enjoy movies that don't have Adam Driver in them. It's a real struggle for me. It's a but- struggle. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I um, and look, I just want to say, first of all, Love Daniel Radcliffe. Love, love Zoe Kazan. Yes. I love the cast was great. I had cast no problem. Great. Mackenzie Day- Davis. Mackenzie Davis. Her. Great. Uh, I love the cast. Uh, even the sister. Uh, I thought the sister and Zoe Kazan had some good chemistry. You didn't like her. I didn't like the way she was written. Yeah. But I liked I the, the way actor. she was written or acted or any of it. Okay. Just so you didn't like that. her at all. All right. Um, But I did not love the writing of this movie. Mm mm. No, uh, and I've got a lot of thoughts about that. So, yeah. why don't we start with one of your point? What are your one of your bullet points? Where should we start? So, I guess uh, I like to introduce the characters. So, we have mm-hmm. Daniel Radcliffe is the first one that we're introduced to, who plays Wallace. Wallace, the heartbroken. Um, 
and he had, you know, his girlfriend broke up with him or he broke up with his girlfriend. I'm not or there sure was what happened there. Happened. I was eating a taco and I, I missed what he said. She cheated so on him she, or she, she kissed she, someone else. She, she, right. He caught her cheating on him. Not that kissing isn't cheating, but it didn't seem like, it seemed like he just never talked to her again. Yes. So I look, I, I, I'm not saying I would forgive someone for that necessarily, but it seemed like maybe they should have had a conversation afterwards, maybe. Like, it yeah. seems like he just erased her from his life. Right. Anyway, please continue. I mean, I think, like, if you've been together with someone for a really long time, like, yes, you should dis- discuss it. Yeah, um, it just seems like maybe you should. Anyway. Yeah, so we are introduced to him and the fact that he, and he, you know, um, deletes his uh, met his uh, vo- 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 voice fell from her after like a year and a week. Because he's sitting on the rooftop like all sad indie men do. Mm-hmm, sad indie men, yes. <laughs> Hashtag and, sad indie men. <laughs> so there's this night... Um, of a party where at Alan's house, right? This is Alan. Alan's who has poetry on his fridge, which frankly is not what I would expect from a guy like Alan. Well, it's that, not, po- it's not poetry. It's just words. I know, but it's one of those like kits you get. Don't you remember yeah. those? With yeah. the, and you put it, we had one of those when I was in college. I just, yeah. I'm trying to picture Alan at like a target looking at one of those things and going, you know what? I'm a I'm a man with sensitive needs and I'm going to put poetry on my fridge so that other people can make or did he just pick it out so he could make erotic poems about butts? I don't know. I'm guessing it was a gift from an ex. Good good call. Good call. That's that's the kind of character building this movie doesn't bother to do, Sarah. Anyway, please continue. But so there's, you know, this part par- party and around the same time that um Wallace meets Shantry, Shantry, um, yes, yeah. Ugh. Um, you don't like her name. name? I don't like her okay. name. Um, but we so love Zoe Kazan. She's adorable. I, I love, I love her. Yes. Yeah. Um, Alan meets Nicole. Yes. Not played this by Nicole, Mackenzie Davis. M- m- right. Um, and they start making out, but then, uh, um, well, he w- pretends to be. He jokingly pretends to be her friend that she's looking for, yes. and they just yes. like. They just like, instant. it's like instant fire and they're just like yeah. humping each other on the couch. Fire. Yes. Yes. Um, and then we see this l- this little flirtatious exchange between Wallace and Chantry. Um, and let me just pause for a second to read you the definition of Chantry. The definition? Right. Because we, we, we looked this up because we were like, wait, what? is that a word? It's a word. Oh, God, Sarah. I, is this going to be some hit you over the head kind of symbolism? Probably. It means. <sighs> God, this movie is so indie. It hurts me. It like physically pains me. Please, please okay. go. Please go on. Okay. The prayers in the Christian church reserved for the dead as part of the search for atonement for sins committed during their life. So who's atoning for something then? Is it Wallace? Cheating? This movie is all about cheat, 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 cheating. 
I think that cheating is a preoccupation of Wallace's. I don't think the movie is about cheating. I well, I guess you could say that it is because he's basically trying to encourage, like he he emotionally he's he's making her emotionally cheat on her boyfriend. Okay, here's he's the encouraging thing, that. Is so that I, I see where you're going with the, that. The theme of cheating comes up over and over and over again. You're Wallace's right. par- parents, both of them cheated. Wallace's yep. last relationship, he, his girlfriend cheated on her. Um, By kissing. Right. I just want to um, point that out. Alan and Nicole, when they met, Nicole che- cheated on her boyfriend to sleep with Alan. Like, it's yes. like all o- over the place is right, like so cheating, 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 cheating. And the, the thesis is um, that cheating is okay as long as you marry the person yeah <laughs> basically <laughs> exactly sarah there's you a, cracked the code on this movie yes and so, i didn't even like, think about it that way but you're so right you're absolutely a, right there's a line that alan says that's like if you start a relationship with a break 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 breakup you end with a breakup or was that that wasn't alan that was um wallace oh. I don't know. Alan says a lot of things at the thrift store or whatever, where he's getting that sexy lamp. Um, He does say, Alan does say to him that, you know, uh, uh, Wallace is mad at him and he says something like, you know, that Nicole never should have cheated on her boyfriend with him. And Alan says, but I married her or I'm I'm marrying her. Doesn't that make a difference? Or I married her. That's right. They were already married at that point. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Uh fuck. Yeah, that's that's the thesis of the movie. Cheating is okay as long as you marry the person at the end. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. Um wow. Well, interesting that you say that cuz the first thing I have written down is something that Wallace says to uh Shandry. So Wallace of course is played by Daniel Radcliffe, Shandry is played by Zoe Kazan. Um, he says uh, on their way back from running into each other at the princess bride, uh, love makes you a worse person. Yeah. So Um, now my question is, yes, that's how he feels right then. So given this thesis, does love make you a worse person or is that something that's disproved over time? By the end of the here's movie. the thing i think if you love the wrong person for you then it makes your life worse it doesn't mm-hmm. make you a worse person if yeah, you cheat I don't think so. that makes you a worse person but that's not love so i don't see the the, the logic of love making you a, a worse per- person so do you think then that is disproved so then does the thesis become cheating for wallace is very black and white but his relationship with shandry makes it seem more gray yeah okay i think that i think i yeah. can i think that's probably true at least in the movie's point of view yeah uh also i'd like to say that this movie and we've already kind of mentioned it is painfully indie like painfully like i love indie movies i love it i bought i bought the uh virtual pass to sundance this year so i could watch tons and tons of movies while sundance was going on fucking loved it uh what i don't like is indie movies that the where the the plot seems real like th- there here's a couple of things that I saw in this movie that felt like unnecessarily indie things. Number one, the use of the animation. Yeah, 
I feel like it was very Arf. stylistic, but it didn't have any bearing emo- like it didn't have any emotional context. It didn't mean anything. Exactly, because yes, Shandri is an animator, but she wasn't I don't feel like she was using her art to work out her problems, and I don't really feel like the movie was about her even though we followed her at times. So It was about Wallace. So I don't understand what the animation was for. It felt like just like a cute stylistic yeah. thing that didn't have any yeah. that was very empty in meaning for me. Yeah. Uh me also the dialogue. I oh my god. I fucking can't I cannot indie as it, fuck. It was just and when I say by indie, I mean everyone is speaking in this very way too witty way too wit- three witty, sentences with a, right, three sentence sentences with no period with several like cultural references just crammed in there. Mm-hmm. It's it's just like no one talks like that. And I only mm-hmm. want to hear it from Kevin Smith. Like when I'm watching a Kevin Smith movie, I want everyone to speak in a full paragraph with no pronunci- uh, no punctuation whatsoever. And I want them to be talking about Star Wars or comic books. That's what I want from a Kevin Smith movie. He did it well. And sometimes he didn't do it well, but I always enjoy it. Every other indie movie, it's like everyone's trying to be so funny and so clever in the writing. But you know what, Sarah? Apparently this comes from a play. Okay. Yeah. So then I begin to see, oh, that's where some of this writing comes from. Because yeah. it did. It didn't feel like real life. It felt like a play or somebody who was trying to be very clever. And yep. so the way they talked to each other just didn't feel real to me. It was just like. Except for Alan. Banter, Alan banter. Maybe yeah. it was maybe it was just Adam's delivery, but I feel like at least Alan felt like a real person to to for the most part. You don't think so? I think that his acting was excellent, but his dialogue was still witty and um I mean he I, delivered it in, in a very like He did. He's a master. Yeah, he delivered it in a very like casual way. Like when he has that yeah. whole speech about or not speech but when he's telling wallace all of his options because of course yeah you know if you haven't seen the movie wallace and shandry i guess we should just give a little quick log line here wallace yeah. and shandry meet at a party wallace uh and they seem to have some kind of emotional connection they hang out all night when he walks her home he finds out she has a boyfriend and she's like i have a boyfriend but i want to be friends with you and so they're friends but really he's in love with her and they have this like back and forth sexual tension and so everybody in the movie is basically like hey wallace She's got a boyfriend, so fucking get over it, right? Which she really should. Uh, but we'll we'll talk about that anyway. But that whole thing where Alan is telling him, "Here's all of your options. You can get her to, you can convince her to, you can kiss her, and then she'll cheat on her boyfriend, or she resent you, or you can manipulate her into get getting rid of her boyfriend, or all these options. All that mm-hmm. stuff. He said it in a way that sounded very grounded, mm-hmm. so it made it feel like a real character. Whereas I feel like somebody else could have come in and tried to make it sound really quick and clever and like you know i don't know he did a good job with what he was given is all i'm saying he did a good job he did a very good job yes um it can't that isn't good enough though (laughs) it it cannot transcend the contrived dialogue for sure um okay what's next on your bullet points so ben ben can we talk about ben oh my god sarah I, i can we talk about ben Please, before I say, I don't want to say anything. I'm just going to let you start. But yes, I feel like we've got to talk about Ben. So, okay. Let me start with the first night that Wallace and Shantra meet. And she's like, she she has a boyfriend. and Which she didn't mention until right right at the end there. And also they flirted the whole night too. And so when she said that, I like 
to- I like knew that sh- it was a joke. Like I was like, oh, she's being cute. This is another cute little jokey. I mean, Sarah, have you ever ban- seen? Have, you've been out with me, right? Have yeah. you ever seen a man approach me when we're mm-hmm. out together? It doesn't. No. It, I'm. You know, it's not like it happens a lot, but we've. I don't know if you've noticed, but we've, it's been a while since you and I've been out in public, but we've been to like a party or something before without Chris. Usually we're with him, but if a man approaches me, it's like, I'm not saying that women shouldn't talk to men or anything, but like if a man approaches me in a way that seems flirtatious, I'm immediately like, Oh, Hey man, listen, I'm married or whatever. Like, like, you know, like just cause I don't, I'm not saying I'm not, look, I'm not shaming her. I don't, I want to make this clear. I'm not shaming her for flirting or anything like that. I'm just saying like that. I have a physical reaction when a man approaches me with that sort of like that look of like, they're about to flirt with me where I'm like, Oh, let me just put a stop to this so that we can just have a normal conversation. You know what I mean? Like it's just something that happens to me and I'm not saying everyone else has to react that way, but I feel like, you know, I just am like, oh, hey, wait, bro, let's just get yeah, let's get this out of the way so we can just talk like two people talking to each other, you know? Yeah. Anyway. So she totally was, you know, flirt, flirt, flirting with him. And then when she said that she had a boyfriend, I was just like, oh, well, that's just a joke. That's just a little thing, you know, like and then it turns out like a few scenes later like it, it, it wasn't even the next time it was mentioned it was maybe like the third or fourth time that it was mentioned that she had a boyfriend it wasn't until we actually meet her boyfriend that i was like oh she actually has a, a boyfriend like I, I just couldn't believe oh that she could have behaved oh no the way i believed she, she her i believed her i believed her right away i didn't b- believe her until i actually met him because i was like how can she behave this way when she has a a boyfriend yeah you know um yeah so ben yeah ben yeah uh i feel bad for him i think Mm -hmm. it's unfair he seems like a good dude uh i i I, i'm not saying that they needed to end up together because obviously if she's flirting with someone else then she's feeling unfulfilled in some way in her relationship so i'm not like blaming her and saying she's like a scarlet woman i'm just saying ben the character got a raw deal in the movie and in the writing because he got they sent him away like first of all here's another rethink that bothered me about this movie there are no stakes okay no No stakes stakes. none because you've because wallace is is falling in love with shantry who's also kind of falling in love with him but then they send ben off on this convenient trip to make her more lonely, but also to get him out of the movie, which is like, that's your conflict. Like, you're, yeah. why are you taking, that's not how, that's not how life is. Yeah. People do have relationships and they're living with someone and then they meet someone and there's a spark that happens. It's, it happens. Yeah. And, but, but to take away the thing that complicates that, why, why would you do that? Like he, he, Okay, also, so at this the humor in this movie was so strange. At times I was like, what movie am I in? Like, remember when they're cooking dinner and he like gets this shit in his eye and then Wallace like hits him with a door and he falls out a window? I was like, what movie is this? Like, yeah. are, am I in a Will Farrell movie now? Like, what is going on? Like, it was so weird. Yeah, it was jarring. Like, he would have fucking... Jarring. Died. Had, he, yeah, that was a 
very high fall, he would have at least had a traumatic brain injury. And yeah. this movie would have turned into her like taking care of him as he's like learning to fucking like eat again or whatever. It just it was just like, what is happening? This I don't understand. Um yeah, I felt bad for Ben. I feel like he got a raw deal. I feel like they put him in to complicate things, but then took him out without letting it, anything happen, which was lazy and stupid. And when he, frankly, when he punches Wallace, when Wallace comes to um, Dublin and he gets mm-hmm. punched in the face, I was like, he fucking deserves it. You don't think so? I think that... I think he deserved getting to get punched in the face. He earned it. I think that everyone in this movie didn't do anything truly bad. No. I feel like... Wallace was definitely trying to break them up, whether he was in, like doing he didn't it intentionally. Mean to he wasn't doing it intentionally. Was he though? Like, I mean, he was, but he wasn't. Like, he knew he had feelings for her, and that he couldn't just be friends with her. And uh-huh. yeah, what was he going to accomplish by going to London, like Dublin? If she had gone to Dublin, she made her choice. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you going to go, like, stand at the doorstep and say, choose me instead? Like, she's already made her choice. You're yeah. too late. Yeah. Anyway, it was like, also, I love the part where Ben is like, hey, just want to make sure that you're not here to, like, have sex with my girlfriend. Um, Don't put your penis in her. And I was like, I just, that was what, it, there were, like, a few moments I really loved in this movie, and that was one of my favorites. I don't think that's something that people would actually say to each other. It f- felt very like movie contrived but it still made me laugh yeah i i have to say that that moment made me not like ben i think you're not supposed to like him which also is lazy you know yeah i I feel like i definitely feel like if i had liked ben more and if i had seen more of him i would have like the stakes would have been raised which would have been good yeah we could have used some stakes yeah. It was a very, be- this movie was all vegetarian, no steak. No, all vegetable, no steak. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So something else. Um, I'm sorry. Are you No, next? please. No, sorry. go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Um, the skinny dipping. That the was whole... one of my favorite scenes, actually. That was one of the few yeah. scenes I liked. I liked okay. everything leading up to it. I liked, I didn't, now there are things I didn't like about it, but overall it was one of the more, like I actually sat up in my chair and it had my attention, you know? Uh, I liked the whole discussion about the Cool Whip. I thought the actors had like had a good rapport in that scene. They were very funny. Adam was wearing shorts, so that was a big bonus for me. Um, you and your shorts. I have no. I he. I literally. Sarah, didn't. his meaty thighs were on display. I can't believe you didn't notice. Anyway, I that's this is a thirst moment, so I'm not going <laughs> to get into it. Anyway, um, they're back and forth was very funny uh it felt natural for once um i actually really liked the scene where they were like swimming and it was too cold and then they came back and then they you know where she was like oh i'll look if you look that all felt like it had some emotional resonance resonance for once now then they ruined it by having their clothes stolen but up until then i liked it anyway you you go ahead i was very um offended by the fact that both of them decided to skin skinny dip like it just 
that is unacceptable to me. Like, even if they don't touch. Oh, they crossed the line for sure. I mean, they crossed the line for sure. Um, I, I didn't get offended by it. I actually thought it was really fucked up that their, that their friends took their clothes and left them on the beach. Like, who does that? That was weird and fucked up. And then they had to sleep in a sleeping bag together. I don't know. Mm -hmm. That was all very weird. Like they took a moment that felt kind of real. And, but that if you're, if your movie is about is cheating always bad, that's what the movie is about. Right. Mm -hmm. So if this movie is about that gray area, then we got to have scenes like this. Yeah. This was the one time where it felt a little like it had emotion and that something was happening that was emotionally intriguing to me. Yeah. And then they, and then it became contrived again because the, the clothes got stolen. Yeah. I don't know. That felt a little contrived. Um, Yeah. But yeah. And I think that having your friends steal your clothes, like who does that? And then you still are friends with them. Like I was just like, would I like be able to forgive Nicole if she, left me naked somewhere you shouldn't i would never leave you naked anywhere who does that especially when you know that that the the person is in a relationship and that and it's your cousin that's his cousin that's his cousin that's really fucked up i mean i get that nicole and alan are kind of like wild and crazy but it's like what if they got like arrested like i don't know like yeah I, i i it, I don't know. It seemed a little extreme to me. Extreme. And then they had to like drive home with them or s- s- They left them there like know. all night, which was so yeah. weird. Like what yeah. were you trying to get to happen? I don't know. I mean, I know what they were trying to get to happen. It wasn't well, the worst thing that happened in this movie. It wasn't the dumbest thing that happened in this movie, but I did think it ruined what was otherwise a real moment to me. Oh, I have something else. I'm sorry. I'm like on a roll. No, please get on a roll. Roll that thing. Fool's gold. What do you think about fool's gold? Disgusting. I didn't like it being used as a romantic device. I didn't care for it. It made me upset. I was upset that they wrapped it up and gave it to each other because I'm like, is that bacon still good to eat? I just like, I, again, I don't understand what's romantic about. Yeah. I don't know what's romantic about that. Like, I get this is an indie movie and we got to be different, but like. For days. Like, it was indie for like the, It was super like, fucking indie. Like, let's let's have a cute little flirtatious banter about feces. About some popular culture thing. About how, how Elvis died on the toilet and ate these giant sandwiches. Like. Did he? Is that a real thing? I mean, he did die on the toilet because he no, was, but is fool's he gold a real thing, or did yeah, they just make that up for this? I don't film? know about fool's gold, but he did eat like peanut butter and bacon sandwiches. Yeah, I don't know if he had the jelly part. It was definitely peanut butter. Yeah, and bacon. The, she was like, "You take an entire loaf, you scoop it out. I you mean, put I, an that, entire jar of peanut butter, an entire jar of jam, bacon it up. Gross, like a, um, a pound of bacon. Yeah. I I was with them." when they put all the butter on the bread i was like you have my attention and then when they put jelly in there i was like fuck this and then they put bacon and i don't eat bacon so i was like ew gross um too much 
it was too much. It was disgust. It was fucking dis- disgusting. Honestly, it was enough um, for a, a party. It's like a par- par- party meal. They also served it at their wedding, Sarah. Yeah, she cut it instead of the cake. Did you see that? Instead of cutting a wedding that. cake, she she cut a loaf of bread. And I'm just I'm concerned. I'm concerned about the health code violations. Like how long? I know bacon can sit out for a while, you know. But like, how long? Like, when did Wallace wrap up that sandwich? Mm-hmm. Like, at least hers like came out of the fridge or something. Like, he yeah. wrapped it up, maybe rode there from the subway. I don't know. I don't know how long that bacon's been sitting out, and do I don't want to. I don't want to eat it. Do you think it was just a gesture? It was just a symbol. Do you think they fucked and then ate the sandwiches together in bed? I hope they didn't. <laughs> I hope not. Yeah, no. Alan would have. Alan would have eaten nachos off of her Alan, body. Alan would have made um, Nicole into fool's gold. <laughs> I don't know how that would work. Slathered her in butter and jam and just drop some bit. Now that's a sandwich I can get behind. Um, yes. Yeah, no, I did not care for the fool's gold sandwich. I did not like it. Uh, I have another question for you. Yes. Has anyone who's written this movie ever spoken to a woman before? No. It doesn't seem say not. like it. Yeah. All of the f- the female characters are ridiculous. The dialogue like, was fucking absurd. The friends and the co-workers of like um Shantry and and Nicole, like they were all just like vapid and like silly and and vain and ridiculous that knitting circle conversation was painful Painful. also just like the way they're all like fighting over wallace all the time it's like what the fuck ew also the whole thing with his ex-girlfriend when they run into her in the hospital and she like who no one would act like that i'm sorry but no one would act like that no one would go on and on and on about how oh i whatever he said about me blah 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 like again it's like everyone's fighting over wallace and i love daniel radcliffe but for what he's it's not like he's adam driver uh you know i'm just kidding i love daniel radcliffe i don't think any man is fought over in public like this by any woman honestly i don't know no, I really don't. The way that sh- the that his ex went on and on and on about him, and how shaken she was. Like, I feel like yes, you would be shaken if you ran into your ex, but you would just like maybe avoid eye contact with them or be like, "Ooh, yeah, are you are and you she's okay? Like, what are you doing here? Are you it's sick? A, it's, it's, a like it's a hospital. It's a hospital. I feel like she would just maybe avoid him, probably. Don't you think? I mean, it seems like it's been a while yeah. anyway. Yeah, and then Shantry, in like the bitchiest way possible, is like, he hasn't mentioned you at all. I didn't like, think that was bitchy, but like, I'm I feel just like saying that like was the, the way, only way she said it. that. Yes, a little yes, bit. The way she said it was just like, yeah, it was all very weird. And I, I just didn't, I, I, exactly. The way the co workers were like with her about how they were talking about, the, the guy who was managing the project and how she's like, I can't believe I gave him a, a, a hojo. And I'm like, is that a hand job? Is that what she's saying? Like what yeah. woman talks like this? Anyway, no. it just, that just, 
another thing about this movie that bothered me. Anyway, uh, we haven't really talked about Alan. Do you want to talk about Alan a little bit? Oh, I right, feel like Alan. we need to spend some time on Alan. What do you think Alan, about Alan? AKA Adam Dry- Driver. Um, Alan. Where does he rank at the pantheon, be... pantheon of Adam, Adam characters for you? He's definitely an Adam character because he is kind of a jerk, kind of a mm-hmm. dick bag. Like, he's a he's... little bit gross. He's a little bit gross, little but bit you, gross. you like him because yeah. he's li- likable as well. Because he's more interesting than almost yeah. everyone else in the movie, as usual. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he's a little gross. He talks about eating poop, which was weird. Um, he ye- was yelling at old people, which I did not care for. I was like, ew, what is this all about? Um, drunkenly old- yelling at old people. I was like, ew. Um, yeah. He, I feel like also... Every time people kissed in this movie, they were just like devouring each other's faces. Yeah. And it was weird and creepy. Yeah. And not just like Adam and Nicole, Alan and Nicole were like constantly devouring each other's faces. But also even yeah. at the end when Wallace and like I'm supposed to be really happy that Wallace and Chantry are friendly together. And I thought the sexual tension of them moving closer and closer, the blocking was really nice yeah. right at the end after they gave each other those gross sandwiches. Yeah. But then when they finally kissed, I was like, I had to look away. I was like, this is ew. Like they're just like smashing their faces together. And I was like, that's unnecessary. That's how you kiss Nicole. Is that how I don't Blah. I don't I maybe I do kiss that way. I don't know. Nobody's filmed me, but that was um that was intense. Yeah. So uh Alan is a little crazy, a little wacky. Him and Nicole's relationship seems to go pretty fast. Like, what is the timeline really of this movie? A How year? long? A year? So in a year, Alan and Nicole meet, move in together, which he bought her that adorable, whatever, the that uh, that cute, cute sex lamp, which I was, I was like, now that's a guy with a good heart. He's going to buy you a lamp that makes you want to experiment sexually. I'm into it. I don't remember that at all. What, he what bought is the, the lamp? lamp. Remember, he was. They were at the. It was in the early part of the film where it was like right, practically right after he met Nicole, where he they were. She was like moving in, and he wanted to buy her that weird like elephant thing. Do you remember? Okay. And then yeah. he bought, ended up buying her a lamp, and he asked the lady at the counter if. Well, he said he asked Wallace like, "Does this lamp, if if it was hanging by your bed, would it make you want to experiment sexually?" Ah, uh, yeah. And then he asked the lady at the counter if she what she thought, and she was like, "I have one just like it in my house." <laughs> was nice i thought that was good um uh then they get engaged but at the the engagement party with the rings with their initials on it yeah what did you think about that not for me no 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 it's see i alan is a strange guy i like it uh but but yeah i mean it seemed i it seemed I mean, they were both into. They both had rings with each other's initials on it, so I guess they yeah. were both into it. And then they Wait, have the wet. Was he, was he wearing an N and she was wearing an A? Well, she he got her an engagement ring with an A. Later at the wedding, you see them exchanging rings, and his is an N. No, that that's what I'm saying. Was it reversed? Was it like he had an N and she had the A? That's right. Okay. Her ring has his initial on it. Okay. And her his ring has her initial on it. Okay. Still not for me. Not for you. I get it. No. I get it. It's a little, it's a little, it's a little out there. Then they get engaged. Then they get married at the engagement party. And then she gets pregnant. Yep. So 
What? Pretty quick. Are how are we? What do we do? How? What is the comparison there? That Wallace takes too long to do things. That Wallace is a hopeless romantic, and Alan is like kind of a crazy id-driven sex maniac, but yet his relationship progresses to a more stable place faster than Wallace's does. I'm not really sure what the deal is there narratively. What do you it think? It seems like Alan is the ho- hopeless ro- romantic and the thing with Wallace and um, Shantry is that she's in a relationship. There's no way that he could be any f- faster than he was. Like, Plus, like, I honestly don't think he was trying to b- b- break them up until he went to to D- 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 Dublin, and also, can we talk about that that diner scene where yeah, she sure. inv- yeah. invites him? Well, and well he before comes we get there, from- one last question: Is Alan a good friend? Do you think Alan is a good friend to Wallace? Is Alan a good friend? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think he gives good advice. I don't think. He, well, frankly, um, all the advice he gave him at first was accurate. Was true. He said, "Leave, leave her alone. She's got a boyfriend. It's never going to go anywhere." Yeah. Then later, I feel like the options he laid out were pretty spot on. Taking the clothes sucked. That was not clothes, cool. Yeah. Uh, but in his defense, I guess Nicole talked him into it. Apparently, it seemed like that was her idea. Yeah. Later, he's pretty mean to him on the bench, but he was also drunk and upset about his own relationship, which what were they fighting about? Here's the thing. Nobody in this movie matters. Uh, Side characters have things happen, but we don't have any. No, there's no follow up. Did was Ben having uh, some kind of relationship with the woman across the hall? Who fucking cares? They're never going to follow up on it. Uh, What were Alan and Nicole fighting about? Uh, who knows mm-hmm. it's not important but it should be yeah. right alan is so. always giving wallace advice what is wallace doing for alan i don't know wanting to bang his cousin it seems like the only thing anyway in alan's defense i think most of his advice was good the clothes thing was not cool but also, like, I don't see Wallace really reciprocating this relationship with anything other than criticism. Yeah. You know? No, I think that's that's definitely valid. And I hadn't I hadn't really asked myself that question if um Alan was a good friend or not. I kind he was his character was just not important. Like, no one seemed to be that important, honestly. Like that's what I was saying before about how it was really like there were no side plots. It was all about um Wallace and Chantry, like the entire, every scene was in service to their relationship. We didn't get a break from it. Um, And not, I mean, I'm, I love romance and rom-coms and stuff, but it was a little much. Yeah, I agree. Um, Okay. You wanted to talk about the diner. Let's talk diner. about the diner. Yes. So, yeah. So she, so, okay. I guess we have to, to back, back it up and say that there was a night where they go out, where Chantry and Wallace and her sister go out dancing and um, Wallace and her sister end up. That was Alan's wedding. Them. Oh. After Alan's, Alan's wedding. wedding. Yeah. 
I was like, they went out dancing. Yeah, no, no. Th- no Chantry yeah. and Wallace went out dancing, but then yeah. later they went to this wedding together. Right. So um, she comes back to, well, Chantry comes back to her apartment and calls Ben and, um, and he's like in the, the, the middle of an important thing in Dublin. And that scene was uh, kind of funny, actually. It was very fun, funny. I also was and like, why? it made me why? feel bad for Ben. It was I like felt a- bad for Ben. Yeah, I was like, why did he pick up that call if he knew that? Maybe he thought it was, that- a, maybe he thought it was an emergency. He okay. said it was the middle yeah. of the night. So maybe he yeah. was worried about her. I feel bad yeah. for Ben. I'm just going to say it. That's I feel true. bad for him. That's true. Yeah. I think he picked up because he was worried about her probably. Yeah, probably. Um, like I also feel boyfriend. bad for her too. Like yeah. she felt lonely. Like I've definitely, like I you know, for like almost two years was in a long distance relationship. Um, and it just sucked. And, um, so I've, I felt for her too. Yeah, no, it's a hard thing. It's a hard thing for either person, person, I think, but I just, but also she had already emotionally began to leave the relationship. Obviously she began to leave the relationship the moment she met, um, Wallace or before it seems like her and Ben are out a lot by themselves yeah uh so the diner this is after so Ben is off in Dublin uh Chantry's been offered a job in which she would have to move to Thailand Chantry first went to Dublin so this was after the wet wet right but but she had been offered the job and she was trying to decide okay Dublin Thailand or Toronto, which is where the, mo- yes. the main action of the movie takes place. Where is she going to go? So then she goes to Dublin, and that's after. Um, what makes her go to Dublin? She was very the, upset the we- about something. The wedding. Okay, so she was upset because she thought her sister made she out with. Felt lonely. She was lonely. Okay. Yeah. Um, and she also, like, I, I think it was feeling feeling lonely yeah um so she goes there and then she sees ben walking in with with his arm around another woman but the other woman hit her head or something yeah well she fell backwards because he stopped touching her yeah i mean if i saw chris holding a woman i would be unhappy i would be upset about that yeah but she also went skinny to bang with her friend Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. Mm it's a lot of a lot of shit happening there but also like uh uh, other stuff too like all the emails and phone calls and going out dancing and like what like i don't have any male friends that i would go out dancing with or that i would send i I would go dancing with people in a group and but i wouldn't dance necessarily with that person yeah but i'm also like an adult woman and i don't go dancing anymore but yeah in the time when i did go dancing i mostly dance with your with girls or friends that we like yeah i didn't go out with people that I had some kind of like sexual chemistry with. Yeah. Um, and how could she be so blind also, that she. Men like, in my, my experience don't particularly like to go dancing unless they're looking for yeah. sex. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I don't want to make a generalization. I'm sorry. I should back that up and say 
straight men that I know primarily go out <laughs> dancing when they are looking to pick up a woman. Yes. Uh, whereas women that I know that are straight like to go dancing with the girlfriend with their girlfriends to let loose or whatever. I don't know. I'm just I'm not trying to generalize here, but it did feel very like a date like I yeah. have guy friends. I've yeah. had guy friends, but we don't like. But it's not a we don't one go on, on one dates like, with each other. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, I don't know. You hang out in groups and what? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have time um, for friends. I have kids, honestly. You know, I really don't. Like, I don't have time to go out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you yeah. and I hang out, or we did before COVID. We did. But, like, you know, I don't have, I don't know. I'm not, I'm trying to think back to when I was her age. And I had, I honestly, I had male friends, certainly, but like, like I had a friend, I had, I had male friends, but we like went out to lunch or something Mm -hmm. or like went out for a beer, but usually in a group, you know what I mean? Yeah. So all of my, my male friends have either been gay or like, they're more group friends. Like the straight male friends I've had have been like group friends like friends that you know in a, that's what i mean the yes, context in of a, group. a group in a group but not like we don't go on we don't go dancing and out to a bar together one-on-one i'm not yeah. saying you can't i'm not shaming anyone for that i'm just saying yeah. i didn't um, I, I didn't as well yeah and i've had i had male friends i still have male friends um but when i was that age and chris and i were together in a long-term relationship because we've been together since we were like since i was like 20 years old um, we ha- I had male friends, but he was in my friend group, so we all hung out mm-hmm. together. And like, if yeah. we went out dancing, which we did, we went you as were a group dancing with Chris, yeah. Or I was dancing with the girls, or I, you know, I, I don't know. It's just, yeah. It's not like I didn't go to movies with my friends. I did. I'm just saying their re- interactions felt very much like a date. Yeah, for sure. So I don't know yeah. where the line she thought was there, but so the diner, yes, the diner. Um, so she calls him and is like, "Hey, can you meet me at like noon tomorrow or whatever?" And he's like, "Oh," and he like rushes back. And I, I made a joke. I was like, "Okay, so couldn't he have just been like, okay, actually, can we meet at like five? Like, I." But I also, to- he's coming from Dublin. Like, right. it would take him like a whole day to get back, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like. The timeline of this movie was very confusing to me. Yes. And he shows up and he has the... It would take like two face, days. The bruise, the yeah. bl- black eye. Um, and she's like distressed, stressed, distracted by it. And before she can tell him why she wanted to talk to him, she gets him to tell her what happened. And when he tells her that he got punched in the face by Ben because he went to Dublin, she completely like changes her tone and is very upset with him and leaves i think she was there to tell him she was going to thailand taiwan taiwan yeah sorry yeah she was there to tell him she was moving to taiwan i think Mm. she had made that choice okay and good for her that was a good job that was a good career move yeah she can't base all of her decisions on men you you thought that she was she made that choice like because yes i thought that she was going to say that she 
broke up with Ben and wanted to be with him. She didn't break up with Ben. She never said she broke up with Ben. She never said she broke up with Ben, but I was thinking that she did because when um, Wallace came to Ben's store and Ben was like, she's gone, that th- he, he didn't mean like she has left the apartment. It's like she's gone. Like she's left me. I don't think they left on good her. terms. I think that they left it as like our relationship is up in the air. He wanted her to move and she was like, I I'm, I don't think I'm going to. I don't think they had broken up, but I think they were on their way to breaking up. And I don't think a person makes a split decision like that and goes, I was here to tell him I, that I want to be with him, but now that he wants to be with me, I'm going to go to Thailand. I just don't see that happening. So I think she was there to say, hey, I got this job offer. I'm I'm trying to, like, she may have been on the fence, like, I'm trying to figure it out. Like, I think I'm going to go to Thailand. And I think that him admitting that he had feelings for her was I think her reaction was also about her guilt. It was about her guilt. Yep. No, it was totally projecting. It was like she heard, she saw in Wallace the part of her that she was like, oh shit, that's, that's what it is. Like I have feelings for him and that's why I'm going to Taiwan, you know. I think she had already decided that. I think she was not ready to say it until that moment but i think she had already decided that and frankly that was probably the best idea for her like uh she should like that was a big good career move for her and as it turns out wallace just followed her to thailand uh, taiwan so i mean didn't seem to make any difference so my question here's my and i I, they obviously tried to explain it with their illustration at the end of the movie but like so he goes to taiwan and becomes a doctor in like Let's 18 months yep. in 18 months. Yep. Isn't doctor school longer than that? In Taiwan? I have no idea. And I'm um, not saying anything against being a, do- a doctor school in Taiwan. It just feels like it takes longer to become a doctor than 18 yes. months. Yes. It, I'm just saying. Usually it should. Or yeah. 16 months or however long it took. Anyway. Do you think they let him? No, there's no way. Because it's a, a different country. And I know that, like, I have a friend who um, her parents were were doctors in a, a different country. And then they moved to America and had to go to med school all o- oh, yeah, I thought over that again too. in America. Tweeted us at AdamandyPod. What the fuck is going on at the end of What If? Like, did Wallace become a doctor? Did in he get Taiwan his license in Taiwan? Does he have to stay? It looks like in the animation, he went to India at some point. Did you watch the whole animation at the end? No. They tried to fill in the plot for you because I'm sitting there at the end after the movie's over and I'm like, how the fuck did he become a doctor in like 18 months? And then they showed an illustration of him flying to Thailand, Taiwan. Sorry, I keep saying Thailand. I'm so sorry. Taiwan, going to med school, and then going to India. And then Shantry also going to India and then him proposing to her. This was all in the illustration during the credit sequence at the end. I didn't watch. I was like, I'm done with this. At Adam Andy Pod, <laughs> can you explain to us what happened there? How did Wallace become a doctor? What happened at the end? I'm very confused. Please, if you can help clear this up for us, please do. Uh, tweeted us. Um, anyway, uh, final thoughts on what if final thoughts what if this movie was only clips of adam driver that would have been a day well spent 
What if this movie was actually a movie about Alan and Nicole and their relationship? Yeah. Because that's the, I discovered towards the end, like when they're at the bar and she's like, Mm -hmm. I've got a, I've got, I'm probably, I've got a baby in me. And he's like, yeah, you got a baby in you. And I was like, oh, that, this is the movie I want to see. Yeah. Like I want to see the movie that happened outside of this movie where they, got together and she broke up with her boyfriend and they were like, are they going to get together? Should they move in? And then he like made her a human plate of nachos and just ate nachos off her body. That's the movie I want to see. We want, what if two, what if two, the Alan and Nicole story, electric boogaloo. (laughs) (laughs) That's the movie. I think I actually wanted to see and I got this instead and it was a bit disappointing. I'll be honest. Yeah. Despite the fact that I like, I love Daniel Radcliffe. And Zoe, I love Zoe Kazan. Why isn't she in more stuff? I feel like she's not know. in enough she's stuff. Delightful. She's always a delight. Despite the fact that I love those actors, I did not love this movie. I did not love the writing of this movie. And frankly, I think I would have rather seen a movie about Nicole and Alan. Yeah. Honestly. I enjoyed their scenes. Yeah. And the the wet, the wedding was the wedding so was cute. fun. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They put him in a very ill-fitting suit thing like that it did not i don't know what was going on with the wardrobe you know me i don't look at anyone below below the neck it was not the best fit uh they also dressed adam like he was going to be on some kind of bowling team for most of the movie which Mm -hmm. i found to be a little strange but maybe that was just the fashion of 2013 and i don't remember um okay so i guess if you're an adam fan would you recommend this movie to an adam fan or would you say just go to YouTube and watch the compilation of all the clips of Alan? I would say you go to YouTube and watch the <laughs> compilation of all the clips of Alan. Yeah, I kind of would too. It was a bit of a slog. I'm not going to lie. This movie was a bit of a slog. I stopped it several times to go, how much more of this is there? Um, I mean, it wasn't bad. It was just it, not. <laughs> it wasn't That's My Boy. Yeah, no. It wasn't That's My Boy. But I would say on the spec, I almost said speculum. <laughs> <laughs> On the spectrum of Adam films that we have watched, this is on the low end for me. Low end, yeah. In terms of how much I enjoyed the movie. And uh, in terms of how important he is to the film. Which is fine. A- A- Andy had a much smaller role in Celeste and Jesse Forever, and I still thought it was a great movie. You didn't like Celeste, Did and-, Celeste and Jesse? He wasn't he a, a main character? Her- he was not character? no Rashida Jones was the main character remember like he was in it but not in it as like he was pro- maybe in it a little bit more than Alan was but at, at, he was not a main character he was in and out of that movie oh I- he had more prominence and than Alan does in this movie but yeah. he was not the main focus Celeste was the main focus and I still enjoyed it uh, even um, the tour to pharmacy movie, Andy was not the focus. Yeah. Look, what if if you like overwritten indie comedies? Overwritten. Then this is for you. But if you don't, then just go to YouTube and Google Alan. What if and watch all A-L-L-A-N. of Alan's all of Alan's scenes, and I think that's prob- that's you're probably good at that point. Yeah, I think you're good. Uh, are you, shall we do our moments of thirst? Sure. Um, okay. Who goes first this week? 
I'll go. You go. You go. Get your thirst yep. out. Get that thirst out. So the first moment um, is are lots of moments, I guess. Anytime he's talking to Wallace about love and re- 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 relationships, like just the way um, Adam speaks about. He's confident. I mean, he's confident. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he's charismatic. He seems to know what he's ta- ta- talking about. This was big um, time Sackler era Adam Driver. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Second, um, when he's making out with Nicole with an uh oven mitt on and they're saying these dir- dirty things to each other, like I wanna Oh, they were it was rip getting, out all your intestines and chop them up. A little, and drink it was them like, like it was the, like army hammer, except for they were both into it, so it wasn't creepy. Yeah. Yeah. I just like the the uh oven mitt what was a nice touch, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. third uh, is the the wedding like just the mm-hmm. whole all of that all the shots all the 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 mo- the moments of him that night he just seems so ha- and the happy shirt is like and unbuttoned and he's like dancing you didn't notice sarah i'm telling you nicole she doesn't see anything from the neck down and neck down well I'm his blind. shirt was unbuttoned to the navel and he was dancing and he had a little lipstick on his face I thought that was very nice. Um, okay. I have three moments of thirst and an honorable mention. Oh, okay. Uh, the first one for me is got to be the whole nacho scene. Where he says. Where's holding up the, na- the, the well, nacho? Well, I like that part, but I know we didn't really talk about it. But the um, where he's comparing Wallace to the notch, the banana and Ben to the nacho. I love that. Um, no, oh when he's gosh. like, the, I mean, this is like seriously one of the most famous parts of the movie. Like, I thought the whole movie was going to be like this. If the whole movie was this about like the scene where Adam screams, I just had sex and I'm going to eat nachos and it's the greatest day of my life. Yeah. If the yeah. whole movie was like that, this would have been like, this would have been like a five star viewing experience for me. Yeah. Um, his enthusiasm for both sex and nachos is very relatable to me. And so I have to give that. Top top of the tops for my moments of thirst. Uh, number two, lots of smirks in this movie. Lots of smirks from Adam. A lot of smirking. Um, so that was definitely a little like the way he like smirks at Al at uh Wallace when they're at the um karate game, and he's like leaning on her on his girlfriend. All of that, that kind of stuff. That sort of like comfortable confident attitude i think that you ex- expressed about him in all of his like conversations he's having with wallace about love advice uh number three moment of thirst 18 months later alan hello when they're at the wed the second wedding and he's like doesn't have the goatee anymore and his hair looks different i was like oh and he's like holding the baby i don't know if he was like hol- because he was holding a baby i don't know what it was but something about 18 months later alan was just like Hello. I noticed that Nicole cut her hair, but I didn't notice a change in him. Again, uh, not paying it attention. She cut her attention. hair probably because the baby was pulling on it, and he grew his hair a little longer. So his mm. hair was longer, and he had lost the goatee. Also, and he was wearing a much nicer shirt or suit. This is probably around the time that Mackenzie Davis was in Halt and Catch Fire as maybe, well. Maybe. Um, I mean, did they shoot that stuff? 
at a different time. I don't know. He looked different though. Like he looked yeah. a lot different than he did in the movie. Not that he wasn't hot in the movie. He was. Uh, he's always hot. Come on. Uh, but there was something about his transformation where he's like got a nicer suit on. He looks a little bit more grown up and he's like holding the baby and like they look all kind of like like a little harried like you do like at a wedding when you have a baby and you're like, I just got to fucking get out of here because this baby yeah. is crying. Yeah. I don't know. Something very sexy about that to me. Yeah. Um, And then my honorable mention, this is going to sound absurd, so just bear with me. It's this little, very little moment, little thing he does. He has the ring box, right? After he gets uh-huh. the ring. They're walking down the sidewalk. Oh, sorry. I've got two honorable mentions. <laughs> he puts the ring in his pocket uh-huh. and then he just like holds the ring. He's like pu- holding the ring against his leg in his pocket as he's walking like it's making it hard for him to walk and there was just something about that gesture that maybe it was because it was drawing my eye down to that lower part of his body I don't know but there was something about how he was like holding that ring box like it just couldn't properly fit in that area of his body without him holding on to it there was something about that that I just that made my ears and my it made my ears perk up a little bit I did not see that at all go back take a look I'm just saying. Okay. Uh, and I, the reason I have to give this an honorable mention is because we didn't talk about it. And I, it was one of my points and I didn't get to it is that Adam just generally made everything like Adam is giant and he made everything look really small in this movie. Except like, for Mackenzie. She's tall. Yes. So that, yes. But like him and Daniel Radcliffe walking down the street, he looked giant compared to Daniel Radcliffe. Also, when he's sitting on that bench drinking the beer, it looks like he's sitting on a like the tiniest bench in America. <laughs> and he could barely fit his body on it. Like his leg, his knees were up so high just trying to sit on that bench and then Daniel Radcliffe sits down. I'm like, "Oh, it's it's a normal bench. It just like Adam makes the bench look so tiny." This is so fun, 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 <laughs> funny. Like, I just don't find him to be big at all. Are you serious, Sarah? I'm serious. He's, he's enormous. I've known a lot of tall men, mm-hmm. and he is not what I would call a taller man. Are like, you he's a, freaking serious right now? I'm serious. 6'2"? That's not he's six, a... Three. He's 6'2". Six, he's 6'3". We, we looked it up one one time didn't he say he says how tall he is no you looked it up and it's on wikipedia but he says in like girls i swear to you we've already settled this and on the tv show girls carol kate asks him in one of the episodes in character how tall are you and he says he's six three and if he says it on the show i don't feel like he would make it up yeah i know it says it on wikipedia but that's not how tall he is he's six three he says it in girls, I'll find the gif and send it to you. Tweet at us in at Adam Andy Pod. Who's backing me up here? Adam Driver is six three, but it, he's six three. He's playing a character in girls. Why not- would he lie about an inch of his height? He would just say his normal height. In shoes, he's six three. No, he's six three. At Adam Andy Pod, tweeted us. What is Adam Driver's actual height? It's six three. I believe it's six three. It, Wikipedia doesn't know everything, Sarah. Also, that's still fucking tall. Eh, yeah. How tall are you? I'm 5'10". He would tower over you. Not tower. He would tower over you. He would tower over me. taller. I'm only 5'1", so he's like a full, like over a foot taller than me. I'm almost a foot taller than you. Yeah, that's true. 
<laughs> Most people are taller than me. As you would imagine, I'm normally up for pretty much anything in the bedroom, but I can't tell if what happened was weird or sexy. All right. Are you ready for some Adam and Andy trivia? Yes. Adam or Andy are, trivia no, are, contest. Are you re- re- oh, I'm re- ready? I was born ready. Uh, Adam or Andy, a trivia contest for one. Sarah's got a tri- some trivia questions in some configuration. I'm not sure what it's going to be. Some configuration. She's okay. going to try to stump me. So I have some Adam and Joanne tri- 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 trivia Ooh, I like for it. February. I like it. I, like it. I guess, is this coming out this month or next month? This is coming out next Wednesday. So today is um, the 19th uh, as of the time that we are recording and this episode, uh, somehow I will edit it between now and next Wednesday, which is the 24th. Okay. So still in the month of February. Yes. Yeah, so happy Galentine's, by the way. We didn't get to happy spend Galentine's. I know we didn't oh get to spend gosh. Galentine's didn't together. Get to talk about it. Oh my no. gosh. Okay. So trivia. So some Adam and Joanne trivia. Joanne's wife. Mm-hmm. I have four Joanne facts. Tucker. And you need to. Tell me which one is false. Okay, so four facts and one is false. Got it. Okay. Yes. Adam and Joanne profess to having experienced love at first sight in a modern dance class at Juilliard. Two. Adam fell hard for Joanne when she yodeled to him on her fir- on their first date. Three. Joanne fell hard for Adam when he refused to laugh at her jokes that he didn't find fun. Fu- fu- funny and four adam and joanne gave their son the last name drucker a combo of their two two last names since joanne didn't change change her name which one is false wow i definitely want the first three to be true and i do feel like juilliard is the type of place that would make even the largest man take a modern dance class i'm also now picturing adam in dance attire which makes me really happy <laughs> um it's adam seems like by the way i didn't cover this during adam and andy news i forgot but this video blew up on twitter about somebody saying that they had known adam in high school and then all these people replied under i'm uh, sorry not twitter tw- it was on tiktok there were a bunch of people on tiktok saying oh i went to school with adam and he was like this or he was a geek in high school he loved theater he was really shy uh all the girls were in love with him blah 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 blah, blah. anyway so there's all this stuff um so he seems like the kind of guy that would not laugh at your jokes if they he didn't think they were funny um now the question is I don't know much about their son, to be honest. Uh, most people don't. They've been very good at keeping him a secret. And actually, no one knew about him for like two years uh, after he was born. So I don't know as much about their son. Um, I'm going to go with the last one, D, as the false. It's a trick question. They're all false. I made them up because Adam and Joanne are so pri- pri- private and secretive that there is literally nothing about their relationship online. Whoa. You really got me. I'm trying. I'm you trying did good. to get you. You did good. Wow. <laughs> was okay. that mean? No. I feel like that was a little mean. No. I deserve it. Trick. I deserve it. I you deserve don't it. deserve it. <laughs> You deserve it. Actually, you do because you 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 know everything about. A- I, apparently not. You were Adam. able to trick me. I hadn't heard any of that stuff before. Uh, but yeah, I, the I last that. one was the one that sounded the most like. I was like, I feel like I would know 
I don't yeah. think anybody knows anything about their son. So yeah, good for them. Yeah, I came up with stuff that I was like, this sounds like it would be true, but I have no idea because they don't share about their relationship at all. I'll tell you what, though, I will go to bed tonight, uh, you know, dreaming about Adam wearing modern modern dance attire. (laughs) Just like walking into class with that rotisserie chicken. (laughs) Setting that rotisserie chicken down, strapping on those dance shoes. And, you know, I would love if any of our listeners would know if any of those are actually true. Well, you made them all up, so probably not. No, no. What I'm saying oh. is like, what if? What if? What if? What if? <laughs> oh, you look awesome. Come the fuck upstairs. <laughs> okay. But wait, I have to warn you about something. What? If you come up here, I'm going to tie you to my bed and keep you for at least three days. I'm just in that kind of mood. Uh, are you ready to spin the wheel? Yes. And find out what we're going to watch next week. Okay. Let me yes. make sure I've got the right thing up here. And share my screen. Okay, so here we go. Uh, On the wheel this week, we have the unauthorized Bash Brothers biography or something. Uh, Anyway, if that one comes up, we'll we'll talk about it. Uh, This, of course, next week will be an Andy week. So these are all Andy Samberg things. Uh, Bash Brothers, Lonely Island Shorts Volume 1, which would be some kind of, you know, charcuterie board of uh, Lonely Island Shorts. Uh, Pop Star, Never Stop, Never Stopping. I said it right I'm this time. so excited to watch that. I hope and, it lands on that. And uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Uh, the first episode yeah. of Brooklyn Nine-Nine now up for grabs on the board. So I'm going to click, I'm going to spin this wheel. Let's see what we're watching next week. It's going to be Bash Brothers. Bash Brothers. Uh, the unauthorized uh, Bash Brothers experience. The Lonely Island spoofs notorious baseball star Jose Canseco, ho- baseball stars Jose Canseco and Mark McGuire in this visual rap album set in the Bash Brothers heyday. So this is a 30-minute short. Uh, it's, they like their sports shorts, don't they? They love those sports shorts. This is, uh, so this is Andy Samberg's cast is Andy Samberg, Akiva, and Yorma. Jenny Slate, Sterling K. Ooh. Brown, Jim O'Hare, Stephanie Beatrix from, uh, uh, Beatriz, I'm sorry, from, from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Uh, Maya Rudolph, just to name a few. Nice. So the unauthorized Bash Brothers experience, 30 minutes long, uh, and we will be watching that next week uh, for the show or in two weeks. We'll, we'll yeah. be watching it. And then in two weeks, you'll, you'll hear us talk about it. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, I guess. Oh, before we go, a couple of things I wanted to plug. Uh, first of all, uh, we love talking with you about uh adam and andy on social media so uh tweeted us we're at adam andy pod uh maybe you can explain the whole ending situation here with uh wallace and his doctoring not really sure what's going on there um would you like to have seen a movie just about alan and nicole is that something that you would have preferred to watch let us know um, or of course if you have any suggestions we're always taking suggestions about movies that you would or tv shows or anything 
that you would like us to see watch on the show, especially uh, Andy. We're all we there's Andy's been in a lot of TV shows. Uh, Cuckoo, which we watched uh, in our last episode, was a listener suggestion. So if you've got any suggestions, uh, hit us up on Twitter uh, at Adam Andy Pod. That really would be awesome. Uh, we're also on Facebook and Instagram at Adam and Andy Podcast. Um, and you can watch the vidcast if you're not already. Uh, you can watch the vidcast of this podcast on our YouTube channel, uh, Critical Crop Top. So we are Critical Crop Top. And uh, one of the things we do is this podcast. Uh, we also do the Feminine Mistake podcast. And um, we also do a bunch of sketches and shorts and things like that. So I'd also like to say, hey, if you like comedy, uh, check us out, Critical Crop Top. Uh, at Critical Crop Top on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We have new sketches uh, for our sketch comedy web show. Um, we've got a couple up already uh, Start uh, featuring myself and Sarah and uh, Melissa uh, Melissa Knapp, uh, Brandon Mitchell, um, Ava Davis, and a bunch of other fun actors in Atlanta. Uh, and of course, we, you can also view some of our sketches and stuff from our live show, uh, which are also going up on the YouTube channel. Yay. So much stuff. Uh, that's all I've got, Sarah. I, uh, I'm looking forward to watching this, uh, yet another sports movie. I feel like this is the most sports yeah. I've ever watched. Sports stocks. Sports smocks. Sports smocks. I've watched a lot of schmocks this year and last year, <laughs> thanks to this podcast. 